It's February, and that means two things. It's Groundhog's Day, and it also means that 96% of people have already forgotten their New Year's resolutions, and they're about to live the same year over again. But not you, because for the month of February, my free gift to you is your golden ticket to a new year. With my Brave Vision Blast Off Workbook, you will gain clarity, which is the number one reason why most women quit. They don't know what to do. So find out what you're called to do, harness your energy, gain momentum, reach your goals this year, and experience a brand new year, not just another year. Don't leave your success to chance. Go to braveheartedwoman.com forward slash vision blast off to get your free download today or just click the link in the notes. You'll be so glad you did. When you get a vivid picture down on the inside of you that's so clear about what you truly, truly want out of life, watch and see what happens. It's only a matter of time before it materializes. Hey, this is Don Damon, the Braveheart Mentor, and this is my podcast, The Bravehearted Woman. I'm here to raise the brave in you. So hit subscribe if you haven't done so. That way you'll never miss another episode. You ready? Let's get brave. Always good to be with you. So let me ask you that question. What is the great picture that you have deep on the inside of you about your life? about what you want to do, about what you want to accomplish, what you want to own or where you want to go. Because when you get that vivid picture on the inside of you, it is just a matter of time before you're going to see it. That's the power of imagination. And that's what I want to talk to you today about. I want to tell you that you have the most powerful tool on the planet. It's called your brain. It's not only just your brain, but it's the power of imagination. Rod Hairston tells a story. I really enjoy him. He tells a story about these three sisters. The first sister is very conservative. She likes doing everything that she saw her mom do and her grandmother do. We know some people like that, don't we? She wants to repeat history. She wants to live just like they did. It's very comfortable for her. Her name is Memory. Yes, Memory. The second sister, she's very studious and she's disciplined and she likes to give great attention to thought and possibility and her name is Focus. And then there's a third sister and she's playful and she's fun and she's active and spontaneous and she's undisciplined and her name is Imagination. So we have Memory, Focus, and imagination, these three sisters, and they all live within us. They live inside of us. Now, imagination, she can't be left alone because, well, she's undisciplined and she wanders off all the time and she's all over the place. We can identify with her a little bit. And sometimes it's great. Sometimes when she's off doing something and exploring, she creates amazing things, but a lot of times she just gets in trouble. And then her cousin, Worry, goes to get her. And when a Worry gets a hold of her, imagination creates all kinds of scary scenarios. Are you following with me? All right, so 
so imagination has to have a babysitter. She has to have someone in charge of her. Now, if memory is in charge of her, then she only gets to create what was or relive the past or do what's comfortable or think about pain, glory days maybe, and memory and imagination go together. When those two are together, it's thinking about the past. But on the off day that focus is in charge, that's when things really become great and interesting because together, focus and imagination create amazing things that not only could be, but what will be if they stick together. And those two as a team are awesome. Now you get it already. This is how our brain works with imagination. When you take a hold of your imagination and you just only allow it to float in and out of memory, then what happens is you just get what you've always had. Your past is the best predictor of your future. But if you get a hold of imagination and couple it with focus, this is called vision. When you begin to get a clear picture, you are focusing on what you want, focusing on what you'd like to create. When imagination and focus come together, you see it in vivid color and you use all of your senses, you have a vision. Ed Milet says this, you need your obsession becomes your possession. He says your obsession, what you obsess about, what you think about, what you dwell on becomes your possession. And it's true, isn't it? You bring about what you think about. So when you get that vivid picture on the inside of you, you're about to bring it to pass. But many of you listening to this podcast today, in fact, I've coached many of you, you might say, It's too scary for me to dream again. It's too heavy to hope. I can't lift it. It's too difficult. What if it doesn't come to pass? You know what that is? Imagination connecting to memory. You're seeing scary pictures of what was and you think it's going to happen again. You need to break up with that Let that duo separate itself just for a moment and let imagination connect with focus. I want to help you get out of that fear rut. I want to help you begin to dream again. I want to help you believe for great things again. In fact, August 23, 24, and 25, we have another three-day challenge. You'll see more details in the notes, and I'll talk about it at the end. But I'm committed to helping you stimulate the most powerful tool in the world. And yes, that is your mind, your imagination. I like what John Maxwell says. Imagination has the ability of taking you from the world you live in to the world you could live in. Your imagination can take you from where you are right now to where you want to be. Can you get your imagination on your side? What can you see for yourself? What can you embrace? What can you believe for? Before you can have something, you have to see it. You have to believe that it can be yours. And in fact, that it is yours right now. It's just a matter of time before it materializes in the natural realm, before it manifests for you. Before you can become something 
be something. You have to see yourself walking in that. You have to claim that identity. Now, here's what's powerful about identity. Once you envision that, you see yourself standing proud, shoulders back. You see yourself owning that new house or that new business, starting that new entrepreneurial endeavor. Once you see yourself, now it gets cataloged in your memory. So when focus and memory work together to build a future, now you're hedging your bets. So if imagination gets taken by memory, you're seeing what you remembered you saw in your vision. That's a good thing for you. It moves the needle forward. Can you imagine where you could be this time next year, in three years, in five years? Do you have a mental picture? Are you able to conceive or form a picture or a mental image inside of you to believe it, to form a vivid picture with your mind's eyes? This is what vision is. This is what imagination is. Napoleon Hill, he's the author of Think and Grow Rich. He said, if you don't see great riches in your mind, you won't see them in your bank balance. And Albert Einstein said, your imagination is everything. It's a preview of life's coming attractions. But worry and fear, they want to commandeer our imagination and give us scary pictures and give us the what ifs. And then again, our memory grabs our imagination and wants to drag us into the past, reliving things. Well, I did that before and here's what's happened. We have to renew our mind. Gosh, do you think God's word knows something about that? Do you think that God knew what he was talking about when he said it's important for us to renew our mind? Because remember, your habits live in your memory. Your habits, they automatically do the same thing over and over again. If you want to create new habits, powerful habits, it's great that our memory hangs on to it. But we got to focus first. We have to break those old habits with intentionality, create new ones and store them then in our memory. Now it's told that Walt Disney, before he created Disneyland, he saw it before it was ever built. Before one hammer or one nail was ever pounded into one board, before the cranes came and plowed the land, before anything happened. Walt Disney saw it in his imagination. He saw it before it was even sketched on a blueprint. Every little detail, he he saw it in his imagination. And sadly, he actually died right before the theme park opened. And someone said to his widow, Oh, I wish he could have seen this. And Mrs. Disney said without missing a beat, Oh, he did. Pointing to her mind, she said, he saw it all up here. And that's, by the way, that's why we make vision boards, actual vision board. That's why I cut things out of magazines or put them on my printer and cut them out and put them on a vision board in front of me because I want to see it. I've even taken 
my head and glued it to the head of someone else's body, standing next to John Maxwell because I want to meet him someday, standing in Paris or London because I'm going to travel there again someday, standing on a boat because I want to take a cruise or, or being that ideal weight because I'm saying to myself, this is you. This is the future you. I have to see it. You do too. You have to believe you can stand there. You have to believe you're valuable and worthy to hold that item, that possession in your hand and in your life. So what do you want? Can you see it? What is your dream? If you can't dream, let me help you. We've got to get you back in the realm of dreams and imaginations and envisioning because without a vision, you're going to perish emotionally spiritually, intellectually, you're going to find yourself just going backwards, recreationally, relationally. But if you put that vision in front of you, like on a vision board, and you say, this is where I want to go, and this is what I want to accomplish, then you begin to strategize a plan, working backwards from the vision. It is very strategic. It's extremely exciting work. It's fun to help you blueprint And it's really incredible when you start to see the things that you've been believing for come to pass. Nothing that you can truly imagine yourself doing is out of your reach. But it all starts here with the imagination. If you don't see it up here, you can't see it in your life. So can you meditate on a vision of you? I want you to see yourself again. See yourself in one year where you want to be, not where those scary imaginations will try to drag you. If you're having that, know that worry or fear has commandeered your imagination. It's giving you a future vision of something that's negative. It's easy to go there. You have That's a habit, by the way. That negative view of a future is a habit. Worry is a habit. Fear is a habit. And those can be broken. I want you to meditate on a vision of you becoming all that you want to become. I want you to dream again, to see that future. Because the way out of wherever it is that you are right now is through vision. Change what you dwell on. Set your thoughts on what you desire Change your focus and what you're thinking about and what you're looking at and be very mindful about what you're thinking about. I like how Jim Rohn says, if you don't like the way something is, change it. You're not a tree. You can move. You can change. But listen, do it right away because once you are inspired, you have about 24 hours to move on that inspiration. So do something. If you're inspired right now, in fact, and I really hope that you are because you are a brave hearted woman, you take that journal out and you write that down. You cut out something from a magazine that reflects what you want to do or where you go, want to go or who you want to be. Come on now, you're not a tree. Take some action and do it right Now, how much money do you want in your bank account? How much do you want to weigh? What do you want to own? Where do you want to go? Who do you want to meet? What uh, connection with your family, vacation or restaurant or outing or reunion do you want to have? See it, write it down, and then plan on it. Start making steps towards it. It's time for you to take control of your life. You are a co-creator with God. Don't let it just 
happen. Don't let your life just be left up to happenstance. Some people feel like all they're supposed to do is wait for things to happen to them. And then you just accept what life gives you. Or, you know, somebody say, here's the hand that you're dealt. No, you can stack the deck. You, you, you create, you co-create, you think about where you want to go. You envision it. You put it on your board. Start making steps towards it. I can give you testimony after testimony of people who have done this, myself included, of saying this is where I intend to be and this is where I want to go. I have to see it. I want to envision it. God even asked Jeremiah. He said, Jeremiah, what do you see? He asked the same thing of Ezekiel. Look around. What do you see? And God is asking you the same thing. What do you see? It is not wrong for you to see yourself doing amazing exploits. You need to create the life that you want. You don't wait for it to happen. Now we know ultimately everything is going to work out for your good. That's a promise that we have. But we also know that God blesses faith. Because faith without works is dead. God blesses steps of courageous action. So I don't want to hear anybody pushing back going, oh, we're, you know, we're not supposed to plan our life. That is not true. That is not true. Ultimately, our sovereign father is in charge and he delights to give us the blueprint for our life. So pay attention to the things that you desire. That's a clue to how God wants to use your life. It's a clue to your purpose and what you're on this planet to do and to accomplish and to become. You are a light on the hill. It's time for you to shine. All right, that's what I have for you today. I hope that this helps you and inspires you. I'd love to hear from you if it does. And you can rate and review and follow me That would be so helpful. It lets the world know that you like Christian communication and empowering, positive, upbeat messaging. So that's what I'm here to do. Hey, August 23, 24, and 25, three-day challenge designed just for you. In fact, yeah, that's what it's about. We're going to be talking about how to live your life by design and not by default. How that you are going to be able to take strategic steps of action. This time, it's your time. Invest in yourself. It gets to be about you now. You've taken care of everyone else. You've put everybody first. Now it's your time to invest in you. Say yes to you because you have an obligation to unleash your potential to the world, to become all that you can become. You don't need to fall short of the glory that's been put inside of you. We want to see you live your dream, dream your life, live your dream, and dream some more. All right, that's it. And I'm going to leave you like I always do. Once again, Don Damon, your brave heart mentor. Find your brave and live your dreams. Thanks for hanging out with me today and becoming brave. If this has helped you, be sure to share it with someone and subscribe so you never have to miss another episode. For more about me, my books, my coaching, or online courses, visit DawnDamon.com. And as always, be brave and live your vision.